0: This is going to be cool.
1: <laughs> I'm having trouble trying to sleep. Yeah, I just want to sleep. Red-Eyes got me down. I'm counting shit, but running now.
0: Time ticks
1: by. Tick tock.
0: Still I try. No rest for in my mind.
1: On my own, here we go. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, here we go. You're dialed into another edition of the Unleashed Radio Hour. I'm your host, Ron Klinger, here on Business 1110. KTEK located in H Town, World Series champion H Town. I'm all decked out in my Astros gear today, having fun broadcasting live, streaming live out on Facebook. Also, can go out to unleashradiohour to follow along. Look, today we're gonna we go we're gonna have a have a have a conversation. We're going to break it down today. We're going to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of youth sports. What's going on in the world today? And why does this matter to things later in life? Why does this matter for the young folks that are out there that are learning and burning and churning their energy on which sport they're doing and why they're doing it, how they're doing it, and all the people that are around them that are making it happen? Yeah, we're going to break into that. And we got a wonderful guest hanging out online. We're going to bring him back in here right after these messages and his break. This is the Unleashed Radio Hour.
2: lucia capital group we believe there are three critical steps that should precede making any investment decision education advice and planning education learn about available options and expand your understanding of investment products advice get guidance from experienced financial planning professionals who you feel understand your specific needs planning choose a strategy that consistently supports your investment decisions where can you go for financial guidance Lucia capital Group invites you to build your wealth education at wealthed.com wealthed.com features live and on-demand video programming featuring Lucia capital group advisors who will help educate you about investing give guidance based on years of experience in the financial services industry and help you build a strategic plan that integrates your investments wealthed.com the site dedicated to wealth education wealthed.com securities offered through Lucia securities LLC members SIPC and a subsidiary of Lucia Capital Group, a registered investment advisor. All investments are subject to risk, including loss of principal. This is business.
3: Eleven ten. Can't touch this.
1: Can't touch this. Can't touch this. Yeah, can't touch this. We hot. We down it in today. Woo! That's all I got to say. Give me a little, little Rick Flair woo in there today, ladies and gentlemen, in honor of all great things taking place here in H-Town. Listen, I'm dialing today. Look, look, the, the purpose of the Unleashed Radio Hour is to help unleash your career in business. And today we're getting out, we're, we're going to put a, put a put a topic out there that I, I has generated a lot of discussion, that's generated a lot of, I'll even say controversy in my own personal circle, is when we start talking about youth sports and the impact that that's having on our youth today, about how things are very, very, very different I'm old school. If, you, if you're streaming live with me on my personal profile out there on Facebook, you see the grays in the beard. If I was had my Astros cap off, you'd see the grays in my hair, too. But things are very different than what those of us who uh, are, are stewarding our youth programs today know and experience. And the reason I say that is because I've got the honor and the pleasure of welcoming Paul Reddick, who is on the line with us today. Paul, welcome on the Unleashed Radio Hour. Thank you, Ron.
4: Appreciate
1: it. Thank you. Amen. Now, listen, Paul, if you're not familiar with who he is, you can go out to paulreddickbaseball.com, also 567academy.com. Paul has spent his career in fitness and athletics. I loved your bio here. And, dude, i, I I'm, I'm just got envy, chills all over the world from working with Yogi Berra and his baseball camp, spending years helping youth athletes master their pitch and how you're coaching gym owners, you're working with players, pitching – but most importantly, I got connected to you because of your, your streaming podcasts and vodcasts that you put out on Facebook at that 90-mile-per-hour club. And, and there's a lot going on in the world today. But tell us a bit more about your background that I haven't hit that gives you that credibility to be able to have us talk about this new sports world today, Paul.
4: Well, um, the, the, the long and the short story is I was a below-average, mediocre baseball player. I blew just about every chance I had to, to make it as a player uh, failed off the baseball team. And when I didn't, wasn't failing off the team, I was screwing up in other ways, but, um, God did not make me a baseball player. God made me a coach. Thank God for that. And, um, and so I fell into coaching. That's a longer story. If we have time for that, we can do that. But I fell into coaching and, and I didn't dip my toe into it. I did a cannonball and I, uh, just found what I was called to do in coaching. And, so I started off like all baseball coaches. Um, you have to do a bunch of stuff to piece together you know, any kind of a living. So I was given lessons. I was speaking. I was you know, creating videos and books. And, and so one thing led to another. We, we, we took our program. We put it into a digital learning platform, which is now our, our, our politics baseball site. Uh-huh. And, um, and that kind of took off. And um, and then you know a lot of businesses saw what we were doing and wanted wanted us to help them do it in their fields. You know, it's a, we work with business owners, dentists, chiropractors, um, uh, nutritionists, healthcare professionals, baseball coaches. You know, you name it. Strength tra- strength trainers, um, and we kind of helped them do what we did in baseball. So that turned into Five Six Seven Academy. But the main thing that, that allows me to talk about what's going on in the baseball world is. Um, I send out a daily email every morning to about a half a million people. And, um, we know what, so can you imagine how many responses we get in a given day?
1: I don't and even so, want to manage your inbox. I can't even imagine.
4: No, neither do I. No, no, good Lord. Neither do I mean, like, thank God we have an unbelievable team. Um, a kid named Andres Gonzalez. I don't know when, when he sleeps, but he, I don't <laughs> know when he does it, but he does. Amen. Um, yeah. And, and so he, man, he, he, we have a wonderful team that helps us with that. And, um, uh, so, so we know what's going on with boots on the ground in, in, in the game of baseball. And it's starting to have – and the, the biggest challenge today is um, dads are disconnected from their sons. And so we saw that as a problem. And um, so I believe in uh, where God puts you, you should do the work. And so that's where I am, and so that's what I'm doing.
1: Well, listen, and, and that's why I reached out to you a couple of weeks ago. From from watching your message and and, and having some synergy with your message. And and I want to dig in a little bit this here. Um, You know, I'm all with you on that purpose and on that passion and following when you're that 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 call that you're answered to pick up. Right. That you caught the answer is you, you said you noticed this disconnect. Dads are disconnected. Tell us a little bit more about what you mean by that statement.
4: Yeah, so you know the the, uh, the the game of baseball has changed. All youth sports has changed. It was uh, featured on the cover of Time magazine about a month ago. So when Time magazine puts something on the cover, you know they're they're supposed they're there to sell issues. That that cover is supposed to connect with a conversation that people are already having in their head. So when you see something on the cover of Time magazine, it's a big deal. And so they covered all youth sports, not just baseball. So the biggest disconnect is the game has changed. And all games have changed. And so the Little League my father played and the Little League that I played are very similar. So my dad could understand my environment. He could understand the pressures on me that were minuscule at the time. But now the Little League that our children are playing today and the travel ball, the crazy commitment, is much different. So the investment is different. Both time, emotion, and finance is different. The pressure is different. The year-round training is different. I had one dad say to me, I never played in a championship game in my life, and now it seems like my son is playing in one every weekend, and I can't, I can't connect with him. So that's number one. The environment is different. Number two is um, the communication is different. We went outside. We played. We talked. We interacted. Kids today text, snap, and tweet. So not only are our kids in a different environment, they have a different communication system that is completely foreign to most people over 35 years old. So, our, so, so the story I always tell is, um, to illustrate it, is that there was a story of a salesman who worked long hours and he didn't have a family, didn't have a wife and kids, he worked too much and couldn't have a dog because who would take care of the dog? And so he, he decided to get some fish and he found really, became really attached to the fish and he got this decked out tank and put all the, you know, stuff in the bottom, the plants and the, put a heater and a feeder and all these things in there. And he took care of these fish much, much like they were his children. Sounds kind of silly. But um, one night he fed his fish and went to bed and the heater in the fish tank broke. And over the course of the night, those fish boiled to death. And he woke up to find that, you know, the thing he cared about the most and had the most passion about um, was gone. And the thought that was predominant in his head was, I wonder if they screamed and I could not hear them. Hmm. And the reason why he couldn't hear the screams of the fish is that he could not understand their environment of the water and certainly didn't have the communication system of the fish. So we as parents today are faced that we don't understand the quote unquote water that our children are living in. And we can't hear their silent screams because we don't understand their communication system. So we have a generation of kids that um, are growing up in this environment of playing youth sports um, where, uh, they are burning out at a very early age. And probably the worst thing, and I'm, I don't want to ramble, but probably the worst thing that could happen is your child be very talented, very young. So I, I don't want to – I'll let you dictate the next the, step here, No, but.
1: No, and, and Paul, no, that's that's why I wanted you on the airwaves, brother, because, you know, i, I so connected to what you said. I'm going to go out in the ballpark. We're both Gen Xers. Is that, that a safe statement? I'm 44 years old. Yeah, I got I got, I got <laughs> one more year. I got one on you, brother. So, <laughs> All right. so we, we could have played on the same 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 level of many teams, right? And yep. and I, and and that's the thing. And and I think you hit the nail on the head. Is it's very the world the, the game of youth sports is completely different. And, and 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 I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna go out there because it's my microphone. It's my time on the air. And and the challenge that I've got is is. My question, and, and I think we could probably go on to this because I think it leads to that burnout. Who asked the kids through this entire process what they wanted? And when did we get right. away from the youth sports being about the youth? And and I've just, I've witnessed personally, um, I've, I've, I've witnessed, you know, the Time magazine, HBO uh, Sports with Brian Gumbel did a, did a follow-up after that uh, Sports uh, Illustrated article came out you know, $9 billion youth sports industry that exists out there in the world today. And I'm sitting yeah. back here saying, wait a minute, where, where are the kids in this process? Where are they? And, and are we not robbing them of their youth by putting all this pressure on them at, at such an early age?
4: Yeah, so, so it sounds kind of counterintuitive, but the worst thing that could happen is that your son or daughter shows some potential early because usually that potential is just genetic potential, right? Some kids, um, their development's accelerated. Um, We know that the best 12-year-old baseball players in the world do not turn into the best 22-year-old baseball players because there's only, in the 60, 70 years of the Little League World Series, and not just the final game, any team that went to Cooperstown, uh, not Cooperstown, Williamsport, um, only about 25 of those players ever made it to the major leagues. So that kid you see in the Little League World Series usually does not show up in the major league world series in 10 or 15 years. And so the worst thing that could happen is that your, your child shows mobility. Cause what, here's what, here's what will happen next. An underqualified coach will scoop up an early developing athlete and they will use them to win plastic trophies, build their resume or grow their business. Yep. So, um, what what ultimately happens is the, the and what you're what you're sacrificing your prime development years. So I don't know if you saw what we posted now, but there's actually a thing called a six U national T-ball tournament.
1: Blew so, my brother, blew my mind. I about fell out well, of my chair when you put it out there. I was like six U. Yeah. I mean, they at two plus two. Come on, where we go? What are we doing? Well, that's, you
4: know, it was, well, just think about it. Like, they literally need an apparatus to play the game. They need a to play the game. So everybody would, would agree that the most exciting thing in baseball is the battery, right? The pitcher, the catcher, the hitter. And right. So they can't pitch. They can't pitch. They can't hit a thrown ball. Um, I assume there's no catcher. Well, and so they literally cannot play the game. So think about it. Before they actually learn how to play the game, those people are are, are uh, interceding and, um, uh, 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 you know, ruining their what they they're making what is important about the game getting in that beforehand before they even know how to play the game so they're teaching them that winning a tournament is more important before they can even play the game so i had a father one time that um i do these calls with with dads uh all the time and uh so one of the first ones i did actually the very first one i did august 2nd 2016 i'll never forget it um the dad uh said uh, open the call and said, "I think baseball cost me my relationship with my son," hmm. and, my, and my heart just sank into my foot. And um, and you know, I've got I became friendly with him over many conversations. And, and more or less, he said he did three things wrong. Number one, he pushed his kid too hard. That they could have achieved seventy and eighty percent of what they achieved. Um, you know, were doing do it. Excuse me, they could have a hundred percent of what they achieved with about seventy or eighty percent of the effort. So he said, we could have used that other time just to relax and do kid stuff. Number two, he put his kid in the wrong programs, and his quote was more or less, um, "We we uh, we 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 watched people build their business on my son's ability." Mm. And he said, "Number three, I trusted the wrong coaches, and his kid has had some arm problems because he had coaches that ran him out there to pitch when he clearly was not um, able to pitch." And um, and so this was a, 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 an interesting conversation with the kid and the father because. The kid had come to the father and said that he was not going to go to college. This was August second. He was not going. He was going to play baseball, but he did not want to play baseball. He was only really sticking around because it's what he was doing, and his dad was into it. And it was the first conversation they had had in weeks. They were not speaking. Wow. So I don't, I don't know any father listening to this that could imagine anything worse than your, your son not wanting to speak to you.
1: No, hey, and, and Paul, um, Paul, let me, let me, and that's a great plat- there, platform for us yeah. to segue into this next conversation. Cause I gotta, we got to run to a quick break here, but I want to sure. get back into that dialogue between dad and, and son and player or, 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 or daughter. And, and really, what are we doing to facilitate that in a positive way? You're dialed in. This is the Unleashed Radio Hour. We'll be right back.
3: Del Walmsley here. The first thing you're going to have to learn is until you stop expecting the politicians or anyone else to change your life, your life isn't going to change. The only person who can change your life is you, but you need to know how. Listen to my show, the Del Walmsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins.
2: Listen to the Del Walmsley Radio Show, weekdays from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., right here on Business 1110 KTEK and Business1110KTEK.com.
5: Did you know that 63% of homes contain allergens from cockroaches and that mice spread potent asthma triggers found in 82% of homes? It's true. Common household pests are major offenders on the list of indoor allergens. Learn what you can do to help your family breathe easier. Visit PestWorld.org. A public service message from the National Pest Management Association and the Asthma and Allergy Foundation of America.
1: Attention, managers, business owners, and human resources professionals. Do you struggle with positively engaging and developing your team? Hi, this is Ron Klinger, host of the Unleashed Radio Hour. For over a decade, I have been coaching and helping leaders just like you. From management and leadership training to individual coaching and support, I can help you address the everyday challenges you face in your business or organization. If you're looking for a partner to your success, call the man who can help you with your plan. You can reach me online at MotivationalTransitions.com or by phone at 832-746-9760.
3: This is Business 1110.
1: Oh, yeah. All right, we're breaking it down. We're getting a little old school in here today, right? A little salt and pepper. I'm wondering if that has anything to do with the, the tone of my beard, if it's weird. <laughs> You're now then, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Unleashed Radio Hour. I'm your host, Ron Klinger. Hey, I'm, I'm, we're having a great dialogue and conversation. Easily filled today. I've got Paul Reddick on the on the line from Paul Reddick Baseball and Five Six Seven Academy. Paul, real quick before we go any further, I I, I did some homework. I got I got the Five Six Seven, but what's the Five Six Seven formula? And then we're going to get into this dialogue and conversation, you know, about we need to have with the with with the kids and sports.
4: Yeah, well, it's so the best way I can describe Five Six Seven is to do it on you. All right, go ahead. I, I'm yours. All right, so- so these are these are the seven questions that matter most. This is a, these are the seven questions that every every parent, every leader, um, you know, anybody who is in charge of an organization or is, is it influential over a person should ask another person. So um, give me a hard goal. Is there something like you do? Is there a number amount of listeners you want reach that you want? Is there you know, give me a hard goal that you have.
1: Man, somebody upstairs is talking to me right now. I just spent three days in California at a business makeover where that's all it was for 2018, so I can give it to you. My hard goal for 2018, I'm writing a book, Paul, and that's got to come out early spring. Okay. How's that for you?
4: Okay, good. So you're writing a book. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to play a game. Um, Are you the type of person that likes to play games or
1: win games? Ooh, man. uh, I I like them both, but I'm going to go with the play at this point in time. Well,
4: how about we win this one? How about we win this? One? All right, we can win let's it. Play. I like that. Okay, let's be the Astros and not the um, and, and not the Dodgers.
1: Hey, brother, so, I'm, uh, I'm, I've got my George Springer Orange Crush jersey on and my Astros <laughs> World Series cap in studio right now.
4: <laughs> okay, so the way you win this game is is speed. So I'm going to ask you six questions. You give me the first word or two that pops in your mind as fast as you can. Fair enough.
1: I'm ready for you.
4: Okay. So what's important about writing a book to you?
1: Making a difference and an impact.
4: Yeah. What's important about being a man that makes a difference and impact to
1: you? Helps me take care of my family.
4: Yeah. What's important to you about being a man that provides for his family?
1: Less stress, peace, and fun.
4: Yeah. Peace and fun. What's important to you about, about less stress, peace, and fun? I can be me. What's important to you about being a man who's secure and being
1: themselves? That people, what they see is what they get.
4: Yeah, so um,
1: uh, authenticity. Amen. Yeah, so what's important
4: to you about being a man and a leader who's authentic?
1: That's my legacy, brother. Yeah,
4: so what you're trying to do, so through you, you're not, you're like, you, you, the book is just the vehicle that you're using to be you to show your authentic side, and to leave a legacy. So the five, six, and seven, so if you see, I wrote this on my board here in my office. If you saw, I was writing this as you were talking, is that most people, and and this happens with sports too. Every time I do this with a dad, we start with, where do you want your son to play? High school, college, pros, whatever they say, it doesn't matter. But baseball never makes it to number two. So baseball is just a the vehicle they're currently using. Right. What they do is when they ask them, they say, um, you know, your five, six, and seven is, is usually like, you know, to be a, to be a great provider, to, to, you know, to have a, a, a secure family, to teach them values, unlike you leave a legacy. So w- what often happens is that in a five, six, seven, the first part of a five, six, seven is that you articulate it. So if you went home to your, you know, to whoever's working with you on this book and you said, my, my three things are I got to be me and I got to be authentic and I got to leave a legacy. So now you're not just writing a bunch of words and paragraphs and pages, you're writing your legacy. So that change. that's a shift right there.
1: Absolutely. So there's
4: th- there's three parts to a 567. Number one, articulate it. Number two, demonstrate it over time. And if, a, and if a father, a leader, a, a coach, um, a, a leader of an organization, a pastor, whatever, if they articulate it and they demonstrate it, then you will have your people emulate it. And that's hearing, seeing, and feeling. So they will. You, if, the, if you can demonstrate to them that these are the things that are important to you. So the way we describe it is that a leader sets the beat, and the team catches the rhythm. Amen. And that team is that team is a family, a team, a team writing a book, or a, or a sports team. But if they can't hear the beat, so I have, I have my drumsticks here, right? Yeah. So sometimes our sometimes our beat is like this, and nobody can get on that beat. Right. Because it scatters right? Scattered. And when, when, the, when the drummer changes the beat, the whole band turns around to look at him to get back on rhythm. Yep. So hey. sometimes our beats are all scattered. Sometimes our beats, and now I know no man listening to this show, but sometimes our beat is like this. And it's too aggressive, it's too fast, and nobody can keep up with it.
1: Hey, and I'm going to be aggressive because the beats in my ear here tell me I got to run to a break, Paul. <laughs> Go ahead. Hey, so we're going to come back and beat to another, another <laughs> tone right after these messages.
0: Here's an important announcement for prescription drug users. If you take Synthroid, Lipitor, Crestor, Nexium, or any other expensive prescription medication, we guarantee you're paying too much. A new program is now making these important drugs available at a fraction of the local pharmacy price. For example, 100mg Synthroid in your local pharmacy is about a dollar a pill. The exact same medication is about $0.30 cents a pill. You can save up to 70% on most of the top 200 drugs prescribed by U.S. physicians. Call right now and see if you qualify to get this special offer of a 3-month supply of most of the top-selling prescription drugs for less than $100, plus shipping and handling. Call right now, toll-free, and start saving on medication for you and your family. Call now. that's 800-641-4280. This is Business 1110.
1: Yeah, we hit a topic that kickstart my heart. Talking about the impact youth sports has on our youth today and the significance of those relationships between parent and player. I've got Paul Reddick online here with PaulReddickBaseball.com and 567 Academy. We just broke down a little bit of that 567. I just got schooled in it myself. Paul, I appreciate that that, that purpose and that passion. Uh, in that call to service that you have answered to go out there and make a difference, and that's why I wanted to have you here on the airwaves of the Unleashed Radio Hour. Thanks for joining us today, brother. I really do appreciate it.
4: Absolutely. My pleasure.
1: Amen. So we, I want to take us kind of – we, 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 we kind of jumped around there, which was perfect because uh, it, it illustrates that that leadership and that beat of that drum and and bring us back to that point of if that's all over the place, we're going to have that disconnect with our kids as they're out there playing youth sports and we're not having those right conversations, Correct.
4: Yeah, so so I do this more and more with businesses. Okay, and I do it more with sports teams. Where where I'll get a call from a uh, owner of a business, and they'll say something like, "My team is scattered, can't play together, they're unfocused." I get it from sports teams too. Yep. And so the first thing I will do with a leader is I will take them through a five, six, seven. And then I will say, and the one I use is an example of a sports team that the, the, the coach's five was to get them to play as a team. His six was to, for them to play by their values, which they had defined. And his seven was to raise principle-centered young men. And so I ask every leader that I do it with, if I were to walk into wherever your team gathered, and I were to write those three things on the board. Would they recognize them as the three things that are most important? Or do they have some toxic goal like we need to win on Friday or we need to grow revenue or we need to cut spending? And every leader I've ever said that they would think that their job is the toxic goal. And so um, once you can – so, so that's a shift in an organization right there. That will get your sports team back on track. When, you can, when a leader can come in and articulate the 5-6-7 – or a business can articulate the five, six, seven, and then now all of a sudden your toxic goal. Most of the time, they put a face to that toxic goal. It puts it brings it into the present because a lot of times our toxic goals are like there. Right. And we always say like there is not better than here. Right. Well, so and, if you talked it,
1: go ahead. No, no, and if I'm following your flow, the big thing from a leadership perspective is not only on the coach, and and, and and leadership takes on many different hats and many different roles in in today's landscape. But in business or on that baseball team or sports team, if you never define it, you can never measure how well you're working towards that direction to manage it, correct?
4: Right. Or we're measuring the wrong things. So as a leader, what we, what we measure, our people will make important. What frustrates us, they will try and fix, whether or not to articulate or not. So every sports, every sports season starts off the same way. The coach has a meeting in the gym, right? And they point to the, the banners up on the wall. And they say, you see all those banners? And we're going to put a banner there, too. Well, that goal is a toxic goal because that goal is there. So people will talk about keep your eyes on the prize, stay focused on the target. But every single coach in the history of the world always wants players to play in the championship. Moment. No, in the moment. Oh. Just play in the moment, right? Stay in the moment. But we get this is why we fail with teams that should succeed in business or in sports is because we're saying stay in the moment, but we're saying keep your eyes on the prize. So keep your eyes on the prize, but stay in the moment. We want you to play now, but keep your eyes fixed on the future. Well, there is not better than here. So five, six, seven brings you here. One through four is there. So a book for you is there. But being you, being authentic, and leaving a legacy, that is right here, and you can do that today. By the way, if you be you, and you, and you are authentic, and you're fixed on your legacy, you'll write a great book
1: amen to that hey i love it I, no no i do because we're preaching and teaching together today paul hey we got to dance to a break as the music would indicate and if you are following the flow this music's from our time when we was growing up having fun and that's what we want to come back and talk a little bit more about right after these messages
5: My mom's a breast cancer survivor. The United Breast Cancer Foundation saved her life. Their free breast cancer exam caught the cancer early, and it saved her life. But now the foundation needs your help so they can continue offering free or low-cost breast screening exams, saving more women's lives. Help them by donating your car, whether it's running or not. They'll provide fast, free 24-hour pickup, and you receive a charitable tax deduction. Plus, the great feeling you'll get knowing your donated car is going to help save more lives. Just call 800-478-6860 to set the wheels in motion. They take cars, trucks, vans, and SUVs, running or not. Call 800-478-6860. The United Breast Cancer Foundation needs your help and your donation could literally save women's lives, helping them catch breast cancer early like they did with my mom. Donate today 800-478-6860. That's 800-478-6860.
3: This is Business 1110.
1: All right, we rock it again here. We back we're rolling. We're having fun here on the Unleashed Radio Hour. I'm your host, Ron Klinger. I keep throwing fun in there, and there's a specific reason. I'll get to that in just a second. But I'm having fun and learning and getting learned from Paul Reddick at PaulReddickBaseball.com. If you want to follow along, love the podcasts that you put out there that are specifically youth sports-related, 90-mile-per-hour club. Love the stuff that you share. Love your studio setup. Love the fact that you bring on professional players, that actually have gotten to that level and have some insight in what it means to be successful uh, versus uh, our weekend warriors that just want to put it out there and make it happen just because they think they can, right? Yep. Yep. Amen, yep. amen. So we've been talking a lot about – about, and I want to do a, just kind of a real mini recap here, you know, that environment and that communication, you know, in, in the landscape of youth sports is very different today than when, when you and I were participating and and I'd like to bring us back a little bit because I see the long term impact of some of these things that we're doing today that impact business, that impact that leadership, that impact that five six seven formula, and and I think we've got it reversed where, where it's not necessarily all about the kids anymore; it's the adults driving the bus. What are your thoughts on that?
4: Yeah, so so it's a very interesting thing is um, when I came up and started coaching. Um, you know, you, you, there were some steps. You volunteered and you worked your way up. So my first job was volunteering at, um, it's with, with the junior American Legion, right? And I spent four years there cutting my teeth and learning coaching. Um, but today, you can just, if you've got the money, you can just, you don't need any experience. You don't need anyone to kind of uh, teach you or work your way up. You can just have a team. So that creates a problem. And here's the problem is we talked about why underqualified coaches will scoop up early developing kids. Here's why. Is an underqualified coach doesn't have anything to teach. So, what's the best way when you don't have anything to teach? Get a bunch of kids who have talent, who are early developers, and they make you look great. I love Joe Torre. I think he's a great manager, but he was a 500 manager before he got to the Yankees. Now, give me and you, Posada, Jeter. <laughs> um, Bernie Williams, Remarion Rivera, Andy Pettit, and Roger Clemens and we'll win some games too. Not Amen. To say he's not a great manager. No. no. Say, and and I'm sure he'd agree with that too, right? It's the horses that win the race. So um, so what happens now is is and my theory on it is if you play a regular season baseball game, there's a in, in Major League baseball, there's a rule of fifty four. You basically you're gonna win fifty four, you're gonna lose fifty four. It's like the fifty four in the middle that makes or breaks your season. So um, most baseball is boring. It's a big problem baseball has, right? It's long and boring. Yep. And most games, most most games don't come down to the ninth inning. Most games, it's five two six four three zero. You know, it's it usually the games are won and lost. Um, but when it comes down to the playoffs, and so the managers, if you watch Major League Baseball, the managers really are don't become a real part of the game. Um, during the regular season. But in the playoffs, they become almost like characters, and the media is doing a good job of pitting them, you know, building their characters. They talk to them in between innings. There's much more strategic moves, there's more pressure on it. We saw Joe Girardi, uh, you know, made that call to not challenge that one call. And, you know, I don't know if that cost him his job or not, but certainly if they had lost that series, it would have been. Yep. And so all of a sudden, when playoff time comes, the managers become a significant character in this play. So if you, have, if you are a coach and you've got nothing to teach, you don't want to have practice. You want to have games. And the kids today are playing in tournaments all over the place. That's the game. They go to tournaments and tournaments, 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 tournaments. So my philosophy is that the baseball coach, the adult male, that wants to be a part of the game and a part of the excitement, now has to be... Um, now is an integral part of the game because now you're really managing in pressure-filled moments. You have to make a pitching change a switch. And so my theory is that we have a bunch of, 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 of um, biological men, but psychological children, that want to insert themselves into the game because it's more exciting that way. So I have a friend named Phil Rosengren, and he said a great thing. He says the problem in baseball, it comes down to this. Coaches are sitting around saying, if we want to win this tournament, then we have to do blank. Yep. And that means pitch a kid back-to-back. Throw a kid more more pitches. So basically, if we want to win this tournament, then we have to compromise our values. And the problem with that is, is that it's not compromising values, is the pressure is now, if we want to win this tournament, and the tournament is an illusion. It's a unicorn. It, it, all it is is a bunch of people who got together made a trophy and called it a tournament.
1: I, you so, know, it, it, it's, and then it blows me away know, and again, go back to you. And I'm not trying to live, you know, live the glory days. I got a chance to play some college baseball, and it was I was blessed. But I go back to little league. When I played little league, you won your if you won your district. Again, from an all stars perspective, you got lucky enough to go on to state, state to regional, and then you work your way through. How many how many national championships now, Paul exist? I mean, it's it's, it's mind boggling. Well.
4: There's nothing stopping you and I from getting together tomorrow and creating the national championship of whatever.
1: Yep, and people will line um, up to now, pay in a, in a heartbeat.
4: Yep, yep. Now um, it's funny. I used to, I joked on my podcast about that six u tournament, like you know, what do they do? What else do they do there? They teach them how to smoke cigarettes. Um, do they give away bottles of high fructose corn syrup? Do they run with scissors? You know, what other bad things are they teaching their kids
0: during this,
4: during this two day event? Like what's the potty situation? You know, who, who, who's on the potty. Um, and so, um, yeah, it, it's a situation where unfortunately, um, adults have come in now. I do know, I do know some people that are working. I think regulation is coming to that industry. Um, and and there are people uh, we're working on a few things as well coming out in 2018 that we're going to help bring some sanity to it. But, um, yeah, uh, the, the, you know, we have a philosophy that um, and, and I'm just focused on the dads. I'm, I'm focused on really helping them where I can. And yep. we're going to work on some things that hopefully make a larger impact. This
1: we're good. And I, I can't wait. And if folks want to follow along with some of that, give us give us the best place to stay on on point. Uh, to some of your, your 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 content, so that we can keep that going, and I want to close this big segment with some other part of this conversation here. Just segment: Where, where do people? How can they keep following with the work that you're going to be doing, Paul? Yeah, so if
4: they're baseball, if they're baseball um, players, they can go to paulrakebaseball.com. They could there would be real easy. You could sign up for our newsletter there. Um, if they're a business owner, they can go to five six seven academy.com. There's a you'll see a sign up form there too. And I, I'm probably you know I like to so I have faith beliefs be, be behind this that I think we should be more available. So my direct email is paulreddick at gmail, 2Ds. Um, and my phone number is 201-323-0840. And I will actually answer my phone if I'm free.
1: Amen. So. No, and look, that espouses back to that core of this, which is it's like we were meant to have this segment flow the way that it was that really gets back to those value-based decisions that that when coaches step into that role – um, I, I, I'm, have you heard of the Positive Coaching Alliance? Out of, out sure, of, yep. I sure have. Yep. So I'm, yep. I'm blessed and fortunate enough to be one of their certified trainers, and I bought into it when I saw the impact of, okay, focus on what you can control and kind of forget about the rest, right? And, yeah. and that's the thing that I believe that, that if we look at this from a, 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 a dad approach um, and, and I, you know, the, the daddy ball calls or whatever the case might be, it takes a strong person to have to, who knows their values in today's society to exist. So, you know, I, I think it comes back all the way to that circle. Who are you and why are you out there coaching in the first place? Because it's yeah. no longer about – if you're the manager of a Little League team, it's no longer about managing and coaching your players. You spend more of your time doing what? Managing um, parent expectations, right?
4: Yeah, there's some of that. And and here's the other problem is, too, is that a lot of good people stay home. Yep. You know, that don't want to deal with all that and the kind of the crazy expectations and all the pressures go on. So a lot of good people just don't participate. Um, It's almost like a lot like politics. You know, I think that a lot of people are personal with things and, and they don't want to get involved either way. You know, if things get a little too crazy. So um yeah, the, the biggest issue that I, that I see when it comes to parents and coaches and dealing with that is nobody has established values. <clears throat> so for my children, we have established family values. Um, they are hanging on our bedroom. Uh, they're hanging in their bedroom. They are taped to our refrigerator. We talk about them. We, we, when our kids um, mess up, we take them over and we read the values. And so that way we're having a discussion about values and not from the emotion of the moment so a value setting values is deciding one time how you'll behave all the time and this is a important for a business owner too is that most of the businesses i work with don't have an established set of values so there's no saying like this is how we behave and this is how um, we're going this is how we want to be so um when there's not when those values don't exist now it's you're you're kind of flying a little close to the sun sometimes so like if, if your listeners are listening to this on November 13th and they have a kid playing Little League baseball or travel baseball and they're worried that their coach might pitch him too much, mm-hmm. today is the day to address that with that coach and to say, coach, here is our values. My son will pitch X, Y, Z. He will, he will not, he, we will not allow him to pitch back-to-back days. He'll throw this many pitches and have this many days off and he'll kill for you, but he's going to do it in these intervals. And have that discussion now so you're not having it in May when the coach wants to put them in in back-to-back games because he wants to win a tournament. So just like a business have the discussion about your values today so that when you have an irate customer or maybe you just mess up in your business or you have an employee maybe that does something and now you can have a you've already had the discussion with how you behave and you're not adjusting on the fly.
1: Yep. Now and and, so, and, yeah. and and what that does and I think that's I think you hit the nail on the head at least from my perspective and obviously your experience as well too that's what has changed the culture of youth sports today is we've yep. gotten away from those value-based driven, and we've put it all we've put it all on the win, baby, win, right, right. Everybody yeah. wants to play DJ Khaled after their game. All I do is win, 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 right, right. And I mean, I'm so tired of hearing that song because it's right. and, and and the thing that kills me is if you look at it, and here's the honest to goodness truth: and you you brought the earliest age of entry, which is that six U, right? By the time right. they get to twelve. How, here's my question. And we're going to go to a quick break and come back with a positive or be positive segment, right? But how many kids have actually grown, developmentally, physiologically grown into their bodies yet? Zero. None. None. <laughs> but but we've made it to be the penultimate indictment of our ability to parent, and my kid is awesome. Instead of realizing, wait a minute, you know how is they developing and are they actually growing? And 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 one of the things that I believe wholeheartedly that I learned and as an entrepreneur and as an individual in life, one of the greatest things that sports taught me from baseball to basketball to football is called the word that I, I you saw in the World Series nonstop. It's resiliency. And if we don't yep. teach that and model that, it gets tough later in life. Hey, we're going to dance to a break, come back with some energy in our Be Positive segment. You're dialed in. This is the Unleashed Radio Hour.
3: Why live in a dumb home when you could live in a smart home from Vivint? What's the difference between a dumb home and a smart home? With a smart home, you can adjust your thermostat no matter where you are and save money on your energy bills. With a smart home, you can see who's at your door, talk to them, or even let them in, all from your smartphone. You can also get full video surveillance and security systems, as well as 24-7 monitoring. And with a smart home from Vivint, you can have your doors automatically lock at night. Vivint smart home is the number number one provider of smart home services in the country. Upgrading to a smart home is easy. Just a single phone call and a Vivint professional installer can take care of everything with no activation fee. Call now to get a customized and affordable smart system for your home. The future of your home is here, and the future is Vivint. Call now, 800-368-6137. 800-368-6137. 800-368-6137. Agreement required. See Vivint.com for licensing information. This is Business Eleven Ten.
1: Turn down for what? Yeah, we always you know we're in the B positive segment of what we're doing today. When we're turning it down here on the Unleashed Radio Hour, we're dialed in to have Paul Reddick as our guest today. We're having a great dialogue on the impact of youth sports and business, and it's all interwoven. And if you don't see that, then you're missing the point. All right? You're missing the point. What we learn and what we grow up and what we see and what his model takes us into life. And that's where we're talking today. So, so we've been talking about some of the challenges. Paul, let's jump in. What's something positive we can wrap our hands around and make tangible?
4: Um, So there's a process we talk about called the 23 funnel. So every parent that is um, listening to this, should the number 23 is the most important number in your life. And it's nothing to do with Michael Jordan. um, But it's going to be about the age of 23 that your child takes their first step into the real world, right, give or take a year. So um, we have this exercise where we kind of lay a funnel on its side and we say, look, and when they're young, the funnel is wide, And when they start getting into their teen years, that funnel starts to narrow. You've got 18 years or 23 years, but I mean really before they go to college, to get whatever you you need to get into that funnel so that you produce a healthy, um, able, resilient, confident, prepared 23-year-old that's gonna enter into the workforce. So do you need love, confidence, trust, um, dependability, teamwork, values, all that? That needs to go in, but here's a few other things. Does your child need to be on a team where maybe they're not the superstar? Does your child need to be in a situation where maybe they need to take a tough loss? Do they need to play with some people and work with some people that maybe they don't want to work with? Because at the age of 23, most of their sports skills will become useless, right? But what we can have the the residue of is all the values they could learn from sports. So when they're 23 and they go out into the world and they get a job and they're playing on a team in their business, that maybe they don't like the other people on that team. Well, they still have to be able to figure out a way to work together. If they're in a position where maybe they're not the star on the project they're working on, they have to be able to find their spot on their team so the whole team can function. Um, Maybe they have to be put into a situation where they're working in a big organization. And here's the biggest thing. This is the problem with athletes. When they go out into the real world, the biggest thing that former athletes struggle with is that they're no longer celebrated. When you go into an office and you go into a business, not many people care that you ran college track or that you played college baseball. And now it's going to be you're going to have to produce. And one of the issues I spend a lot of time with dealing with former athletes is social skills. Because a baseball player, every March, they get handed 15, 16 friends. And they're their friends for the next six, nine months. And then all of a sudden they go out into the real world. And they're not handed friends and they don't know how to talk to people and they don't know how to introduce themselves or they don't know how to have a conversation without spitting or they don't know how to have a conversation that's not about the, not about the only thing they know. Yep. I had a college kid come up to me about a few months ago and tell me you know, he, he realized about a year ago he wasn't going to get drafted and now he's going into his junior year of college and he's thinking about quitting baseball because he sees his fellow classmates doing internships. Having part time jobs and gaining career experience. And he feels like now he's two or three years behind them because he realizes now that all of his baseball skills are going to become useless. So, what do you want to put into your child now that at age 23 produces that person that will thrive in the real world? On the other side, what do you want to put into your business now that will produce a result that will spit out later? And remember, at the end of the funnel is there. But our opportunity to put that stuff into them is here. Here is always better than there.
1: Amen, amen. Hey, we're going to come back for our closing segment. I love that 23 photo, Paul. Great job. Thank you for sharing that today. Ladies and gentlemen, it's about unleashing your career in business. We'll be right back after these messages. Twenty sixty six. Attention managers, business owners, and human resources professionals. Do you struggle with positively engaging and developing your team? Hi, this is Ron Klinger, host of the Unleashed Radio Hour. For over a decade, I have been coaching and helping leaders just like you. From management and leadership training to individual coaching and support, I can help you address the everyday challenges you face in your business or organization. If you're looking for a partner to your success, call the man who can help you with your plan. You can reach me online at MotivationalTransitions.com or by phone at 832-746-9760. This is Business Eleven Ten.
5: Every hustling,
3: every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling.
1: Yeah, that's the name of the game, ladies and gentlemen. If you're out there, you better be in the hustle. You got to work hard. You got to be grounded in your values and know the direction that you're heading, which brings us to our closing segment here today. We've had the honor, the pleasure. Paul, it's, it's, it's absolutely been an honor that there's, you and I have more similarities in our values and beliefs than you could ever imagine. Uh, I'm grateful to have had the time, and you've made the time in your schedule to join us here today. Give us that 60-second shot out there uh, of how you want to leave folks, where they can learn information uh, so that they can get, reach out to you if they want to know more.
4: Yeah, they go to paulreddickbaseball.com. If they're a you know, um, coach player parent baseball player, if they're business owner, they go to 567academy.com. And um, if they want to just email me, Paul Reddick, 2D, R-E-D-D-I-C-K, at Gmail. And uh, my phone number is 201-323-0840. And the last thing that I would say is um, I – I always like to tell people that our motto in our business is we serve the person that's in front of us. And um, so I I say to coaches, um, to business owners, to um, anyone who's listening, is the person that's in front, the person that you're supposed to help that's in a ditch is usually on the road that you're traveling. And that person who's in front of you, serve them with all that you can. That person is probably a bigger opportunity than you think. And um, the next step is always the same. Look for the people around you. Serve the people that are in your universe. And most things will work out pretty well if you do that.
1: I'm going to give you an amen as you're teaching and preaching it to my ears here today, Paul. Thank you so much. And thank you for being that servant leader that you are. Thank you for going on a limb and being being, being comfortable, confident in those values to speak against, the, and not necessarily against, but to talk and to educate and have conversations against the norm because you're cutting across the grain, and it takes a confident, well-polished person who's grounded in the values to be able to do that. So I truly appreciate what you're doing out there at paulreddickbaseball.com with your podcast, and thank you so much for being a part of the show here today.
4: Thank you, Ron. Appreciate it. You, you got Henry.
1: it. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, hey, just like that, lickety-split, it's the end of another show here on the Unleashed Radio Hour on Business 1110 KTEK. A little news flash: I want you to follow along at Unleashed Radio Hour. Unleashed Radio Hour is going to hit the pause button here temporarily. we got to regroup. We're going to look at some things. We're going to get grounded in our values. We're going to figure some things out here on the show. So we're going to be off air for a little while. I don't know where. I don't know how. But we're going to rock it again in the future. And as I always say, and as I close out for today, it is always a privilege. It is always an honor to be on the airwaves with you. I thank you for listening along. I want you to follow along at UnleashedRadioHour.com. Dial into all the past shows on iTunes. Just search Unleashed Radio Hour. And stay connected on Facebook at Unleashed Radio Hour as well. It's an honor. It is a privilege, ladies and gentlemen. Until next time, see ya.